0: morning. Welcome to Resource Center. This is Audrey Raj. Now on the show today, as we all ease into the work week following another long weekend, I thought we'd do something different. What I'm about to share with you is a one-on-one fireside chat between the CEO of Adobe, Shantanu Narayan, and the CEO of AMD, Lisa Su, from the Adobe Summit in Vegas this March. Now, the Adobe Summit, of course, is the world's largest digital experience conference where the software giant helps marketers and business owners future-proof, spark inspiration and build connections that empower opportunities to grow their business. And what you're about to hear is one of my favourite sessions from the conference this year, where Shantanu and Lisa touch on things like safe AI, supporting the tech world during the pandemic, and even how these tech giants find the best long-term bets to change the rate and pace of innovation. So without further ado, here's the CEO of Adobe, Shantanu Narayan, speaking with the CEO of AMD, Lisa Su, on Wednesday, March 22nd at the Adobe Summit in in Las Vegas, Nevada.
1: Good morning, it's so good to see all of you uh, back today, but I'm delighted to have Dr. Lisa Su, Chair and CEO of AMD joining us today at Adobe Summit. She's led the company through this absolutely incredible transformation. Over the course of Lisa's career, she has received numerous honors, including being named a Fellow of the Institute of Electronics and Electrical Engineers, elected to the National Academy of Engineering, and I think most impressive, recognized by the IEEE with its highest semiconductor honor, the Robert N. Noyce Medal. And she was recently appointed by President Biden to the President's Council of Advisors on Science and Technology. And from a numbers perspective, yes.
2: Thank
1: you. From a numbers perspective, when you took over as CEO of AMD, the revenue was about 4 billion, it's approaching 24 billion. The market cap was in single digit billions and today it's 160 billion. So just an amazing amazing thank accomplishment. You. Thank you. Welcome Lisa thank and thank you, you for joining thank us at you. Summit.
2: It's wonderful to be here and this is, looks like a wonderful crowd.
1: Well, since taking over, you know, the helm in AMD, you've done this amazing transformation. So maybe you can talk a little bit about the turnaround and, you know, uh, AMD for us.
2: Well, absolutely. Again, Jonathan, thank you so much for being here. It's really uh, my honor. And you know, if I just tell you a little bit about um, AMD. First of all, I'm an engineer like you, so we like to build things. And at AMD, we're all about high-performance computing. You know, how can we push the envelope on computing? How can we do more? How can we help all of you as creators and as business people and as marketers? You know, do more, faster, better. And you know, in technology, it's it's all about making long-term bets. And so. It has been um, a a wonderful journey, and it's all about how do we get more technology out there to solve some of the world's most important uh, problems.
1: You know, till a few years ago, uh, if people were talking about chips, they would probably have baked or fried, you know, (laughs) is sort of the question. But after, uh, you know, what happened with the global chip shortage, Everybody is wondering, you know, what is it that caused this global chip shortage? So maybe you can touch on what really happened and how do we address this?
2: I think Shantanu is saying that chips were not sexy. <laughs> is that what he was saying? Uh, look, I've been in the chip business for 30 years. You know, it's always been these little things that are under the covers. You didn't have to care about it. And then, you know, sort of, you know, one day in, in a flash, we decided we need to live and do business and communicate a different way. And so it was, you know, how do you work from anywhere? How do you school from anywhere? How do you communicate when you can't travel? Um, How do you get all of this technology? And we had this incredible surge in demand And finally, everybody understand, wow, you know, chips are not just important, they're actually essential and they can really change the way we do things, but also, um, you know, really, uh, you know, they're critical for um, all the services that we need. And so, yeah, it's been an amazing ride. I think the most important thing now is that I think we're much more aware of how important it is to have, you know, access and resiliency to all of critical technologies, including semiconductors.
1: You know, what's absolutely fascinating to me when you're at a company that's creating something that's at the heart of everything that people are doing, you know, how we work, how we live, uh, how we entertain, how do you continuously innovate and how do you think about, you know, how the world is going to continue to engage with chips?
2: Well, you know, I I love being in this audience because I know there are so many creators here and we're always thinking about, you know, what's the next big thing. I think um, in our industry, it's about uh, really long-term bets. So somehow we have to look into the crystal ball and say, hey, what do we need five years from now? You know, what does the world need? How can, um, how can technology, you know, really um, you know, change the way we do things and um, and then make some of those bets? And frankly, you know, the technology that we're building today, we decided, uh, you know, the the elements of it three to five years ago. And, you know, I'll just give you one example, Chanteneau, of some of the work that we're doing together. Um, when you think about... You know, sort of what our creative uh, professionals have to work on, and the technology that they're working with. You know, if our computing technology, with your software, you know, can take the time to render something, you know, down from you know 30 minutes to five minutes. Like, just how much more productive can we be? And those are the types of technology bets um, that that we make, uh, with the idea of, you know, we can really um, you know just change the uh, the rate and pace of innovation.
1: This is a Adobe Summit, and Adobe Summit for us has been uh, Lisa all about customer experience management, and you know how people are engaging with their customers. You know, AMD is at the heart of, as we said, this entire computing revolution but maybe a little bit about how you think about marketing, you know, what AMD does. You're an ingredient of every computing experience. And how do you think about B2B marketing and how is that evolving?
2: Yeah, that's a great point. Actually, um, I think about it all the time because we want to reach uh, you know, broader and broader you know, groups to understand the power of technology and what it can do. Um, you know, the way I think about marketing, um, Shantanu, is uh, it's all about authenticity, right? We have to have product truth. Like. What are we really trying to do with the company? What are we trying to do with the products? And then that's what you do with the brand. So, uh, you know, we just recently actually, given how broad our portfolio has become over the last four or five years, we actually just recently introduced a new brand campaign. And our campaign is around um, the thought of, you know, together we advance because there's kind of two key principles for us. One is innovation. So as I said, it's about technology innovation. And then the other is collaboration. I think, I, you know, we believe that you can't do anything yourself in this world. Everything is too complicated. You have um, experts in each field, whether, you know, hardware, software, you know, market professionals, business analytics, all of that. And you need to figure out how you bring those together. Um, so I think the, um, the authenticity of the brand is how, how do we innovate and collaborate uh, together? And by the way, I use a lot of your products in my, uh, in my marketing back end, so it, uh, c- certainly we, we appreciate um, you know, the, the deep partnership. But the, I think the overarching thing is, you know, how do we translate, um, you know, what is perhaps an esoteric you know, concept into something that everyone can digest?
1: You know, we've been uh, spending some time talking about some of the new things that Adobe announced, uh, generative AI, but you know, for the audience, there's clearly so many buzzwords that are out there right now, whether it's crypto or metaverse or AI or generative AI or chat GPT, autonomous cars, just to name maybe a few. I'd love to get your perspective on, you know, how you think about, you know, how these trends are going to impact the future. And maybe a second question. Is there one that we're not talking about enough that you feel like is going to become the next buzzword?
2: Well, um, I think this is the week, the month, maybe the year of AI. I think you can't go anywhere and uh, and not talk about AI. And congratulations on the Firefly announcements, the Sensei um, announcements. You know, when I think about AI, I think about it in kind of two pieces, right? One is the AI that's under the covers, uh, which is the data analytics. How do we become uh, smarter with all of this tons of data that we are generating um how do we get make most use of it? Uh, but I think the piece that has you know really unlocked potential and I know you guys have talked about it uh, here over the last day or two as well you know the generative AI concept of you know you can actually have it's sort of like your little personal assistant or your co uh helping you you know solve whatever your um, you know your problem set is I mean that's just incredibly powerful now the technology that we're doing around AI is, um, training these incredibly large data sets and then allowing people to access that data, right? You need an incredible amount of computing power, tens of thousands of, um, you know, GPUs and CPUs. But that capability, I think, just unlocks new things. And when I think about, like, when even my dad is talking about ChatGPT, uh, I don't know how many of, uh, how many of your... Uh, everywhere you go, it's like, well, what can you do with that? I, I think you can see that it's capturing people's imaginations. And the key is, you know, how are we going to use it for business advantage, right? How are each of us in our world going to use it for business advantage to make us um, a bit more productive? I think, you know, we were talking a bit about how uh, it's, it's so early, right? I mean, you're in beta phase, and there's a lot of of work to really see how AI can unlock the power, but it's, it's, you can see how it can make us 50% more productive, or 80% more productive, and think about how we can use those cycles now to do so many other things. So um, your second question, what, what has it not done? Um, I think we're just at the very beginning. I think we're at the very beginning. Now, You know, for my team, you know, we, we build chips that are, um, our largest chip now is like 100 billion transistors. Um, and it takes us about you know, three years uh, from start to finish. Now, if I could cut that in half, or if I can make sure that it's you know, right on day one, it has just tremendous business value um, in that. So all of us are learning together. It's a complete race. I, w- would you agree, Chanteneau, that um, this is the one place where I see everyone kind of leaning forward and leaning in and willing to experiment? Uh, I would,
1: I would, and I think you know it's uh, we're all also tackling with the responsibility of what AI ethics means, and I, you know just maybe your thoughts because one of the concerns is that I, I did want to check on whether your father or dad's checking up on you know how Lisa is doing on ChatGPT, but <laughs> I, maybe a little bit on the ethics and the concerns about does this replace humans versus augmented? Just your perspective?
2: Yeah, I. I... I think there is um there's definitely a, a, a need for let's call it safe AI and uh, again I, I think you guys have been very thoughtful in how you've thought about it We're also thinking about it you know how do you ensure that the data that's being trained is is not biased in some way or is not leading us down a, uh, the wrong path but my view of the world is there's it's not a replacement at all uh you know the creative genius of you know everyone um, in this room can can actually just be even a little bit faster, a little bit better, a little bit more capable. Uh, we're not talking about replacement, but we're really talking about augmentation and, and productivity. So it is, it is gonna be a fascinating era um, over the next uh, 10 years, I would say.
0: That was the CEO of Adobe, Shantanu Narayan, speaking with the CEO of AMD, Lisa Su, at the Adobe Summit in Las Vegas earlier this March. Now, when we come back, we listen to what these CEOs have to say about change management, leadership and culture at these tech giants, plus what it takes to push the envelope in computing today. All that and more happening on Resource Center. Stay tuned, BFM 89.9.
1: Beyond Frivolous Matters, BFM 89.9, The Business Station.
0: Welcome back. This is Resource Center with Audrey Raj. Now, earlier this year, the kind folks at Adobe flew me out to Las Vegas to experience the world's largest digital experience conference, the Adobe Summit. And in just a few seconds, I'm going to take you back to one of my favorite conversations from the conference this year, where the CEOs of two of the largest tech companies in the world – talked about a bunch of things happening in the world of business, marketing and tech. So here's the CEO of Adobe, Shantanu Narayan, speaking with the CEO of AMD, Lisa Su, on Wednesday, March 22nd at the Adobe Summit in Las Vegas, Nevada. If
1: there are two themes here, uh, Lisa, one is about how technology is going to, uh, you know, change. The other one is about leadership and culture. And so I, I know you've talked a lot uh, throughout your career and even after you took over the helm of AMD about this adage of run towards problems. So maybe you can touch a little bit about you know, change and how do you accomplish change in organizations?
2: Well, it's a uh, it's a wonderful thing. I mean, we, we all work so hard. By the way, you know, I, I think we wake up every day and we say we love what we do. Uh, we might as well work on something that's really important. And so, you know, running towards problems, um, using technology for good, finding a way to partner to solve something that you never thought possible. You know, those are the things that have guided me. And then, you know, when I think about um, you know what we do at AMD and how we bring people together um, under this notion of joint collaboration. It's how can we take one plus one and make it you know greater than three, and uh, you know really use that to motivate. So it's not about what are you doing with the technology. It's what what problem are we solving for society? You know with the technology.
1: You know you've been an incredible role model for so many folks, uh, Lisa. And maybe you know just a little on. Uh, championing you know championing diversity being a role model and and how you think about uh, that in today's uh, work culture
2: well I you know the, the the one thing that I would say is you know as we you know go through life it's all about the opportunities that people give us um, I was very, very fortunate. You know, I grew up um, in an environment where uh, you know, you know, people were very open. It didn't matter you know, how old you are, how young you were, where did you come from, you know, male, female, all of that. You wanted the best ideas. And at the end of the day, that's the most important thing about diversity is how do you get the best diversity of ideas so you can make that one plus one uh, be uh, greater than three. And um, you know, what, uh, what I try to do, and I think what we're all trying to do as CEOs of large companies, is to create the opportunities and the pipeline so that people get a chance to learn and experiment and fail and make mistakes and uh, really have that diversity of ideas uh, come together.
1: One of the things that struck me about what you talk about the purpose of AMD is together we advance. So I had two questions there, maybe one about uh, purpose and the role that purpose plays in an organization, and maybe second about partnerships, when, because you use the word together, and I assume it's employees and partnerships. So a little bit on both.
2: Yeah, so uh, when you think about purpose, and let's talk about technology uh, for good, uh, there, you know, people uh, don't realize how much you can um, accelerate if you really um, take technology to its limits, and I'll give you another example. You know, during the pandemic, um, I think those first few months, we were all figuring out um, how are we going to run our businesses, and then we were also going to figure out, you know, how do we help? How do we, you know, come and uh, help uh, the, uh, you know, sort of the global ecosystem kind of solve this problem? And um, you know, we did things like we came together um, across the industry ecosystem and said, hey, let's donate a ton of computing power such that um, we can accelerate the rate and pace of, uh, you know, vaccine research and um, all of the the therapeutics and, and the learning around that. Like, we did that in like, you know, a week. In, in normal rate and pace that might take like a year with all of these various things but it was the purpose of we had a common goal of trying to solve um, you know problems I mean some of the, my most um, interesting technology projects are you know things like how do we use tech in healthcare and I know you you're you're also very uh, uh, very personally involved in healthcare but I mean there's so much more we can do Shantanu. if we really took the uh, the best of you know technology capabilities the best of medical professionals, the best of you know, systems and software folks, and put them together and say, how can I do this much faster and much more efficiently? And that's what I believe you know, purpose is. I mean, there's lots of things that we do um, to, uh, you know, for our business, but there's so much more we can do when we come together in partnership across various disciplines to, um, to learn and make the world a, a better place.
1: As a giant technology company... Uh, I don't
2: know about giant. You you're, 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 maybe you're giant, so...
1: <laughs> yeah. How do you think about, you know, when you're uh, both partnering as well as potentially competing with some of the companies, just maybe, you know, how, how that's evolving for you?
2: Yeah, it's a, it's a great question. I, I, think, I, I think more than ever, um, you know, partnership is king. And partnership is king... Meaning, um, you know, we're all specialists in certain areas. Like when we can put the power of Adobe engineers and, and AMD engineers together, we will create, um, you know, better content creation capability. We'll create better marketing capability. We'll create better platforms if we have our teams operating uh, together. Versus operating in silos, like we each do our things. And sure, there's you know, there's you know we're also large enough that there's a lot of competition out there. But more than anything, I think you know open platforms will really help us uh, become uh, you know really take the best of breed. And we're getting to a place where you know the, what we're trying to do is bend the curve of what's capable. And I like to say that because you know people used to say, you know why do you even need the next generation? Anything like isn't it good enough? And uh, the truth is no. Like it can be so much better. It can be ten times better, it can be a hundred times better. I mean that's the that's the power of partnership and, and deep, deep collaboration.
1: You know, I, I'm sure I speak for everybody when I say that nobody's ever said my PC's fast enough or my network's fast enough, and so we're all willing to consume whatever power you know you're gonna provide. Maybe but- one question on you know, we all have our pet projects at the company where we feel like there's going to be something. Anything exciting that you want to share with us in terms of, you know, what's going to happen in computing?
2: Probably uh, the most um, exciting, you know, we all have our favorite, you know, things, but uh, one of my most favorite projects is uh, we're in the middle of building the fastest supercomputer in the world. So, Can I wear it on my hand? <laughs> <laughs> it, it, will, um, it will take a very large building uh, right now. Um, so the current fastest supercomputer in the world is at uh, Oak Ridge National Labs. Um, it's, uh, you know, it's, it's based on AMD uh, technology. Um, there's another one that's coming in uh, this coming year that uh, we're in the middle of building. And why are these things fascinating? Because you get to break every problem. Right, you get to you break everything when you have to, um, you know, kind of aim at the top. And uh, what it's being used for is it's going to be used for um, you know significant uh, you know government as well as private uh, research. And um, you know it's it's one of those fun things that you get to do. And now my goal is to take that and make sure you have it in a few years and you know run run your stuff on it too.
1: Well, that's awesome. We can't wait uh, as. I've always told you we'll consume as much power and as much chip capacity as you give us. I'm um, counting on that. Yes. I would like to end with sometimes with a word association. So I'll just give you a word and whatever one word comes to mind, Lisa, maybe you can uh, you know, respond with that.
2: Okay. I have no idea what words you're gonna tell me. <laughs> no? So Okay, let's see.
1: Semiconductors. Essential. New York. Home. MIT.
2: Lots of geeky people.
1: (laughs) For those of you who don't know, Lisa has three degrees from MIT, including a PhD, which is, yeah.
2: Very geeky, (laughs) high geek factor, yes. Culture. Humble.
1: Artificial intelligence.
2: The most important thing over the next 10 years. Impact. Impact. I think it's personal. What is our personal impact?
1: And lastly, Lisa Sue. Your friend. Thank you so much for being here. Please thank Lisa. Thank Thank you.
0: And that was the CEO of Adobe, Shantanu Narayan, speaking with the CEO of AMD, Lisa Su, at the Adobe Summit in Las Vegas. Now, before we go, a big shout out goes out to the folks at Adobe for letting us broadcast parts of this session from the summit this year. And if you missed out on any part of this conversation, you can go look for the podcast on our website. That's bfm.my. You can also find all our podcasts on the BFM app that's available on the Apple App Store and on Google play. My name is Audrey Raj. Thank you for joining us on Resource Center. See you again same time next week on BFM 89.9.